This episode, we're going to cover two new electrochemical sensors, the pH electrode and the Severinghouse electrode. As we'll see, they're very similar, but both are vital for measuring pH and the partial pressure of carbon dioxide in blood gas analyzers. We'll cover how they work and the factors that can influence their readings. We'll also touch on how we calculate bicarbonate concentration and base excess from these values. The basic functioning of both the pH and the Severinghouse electrodes is the use of chemical reactions to set up an electrical potential difference between two electrodes. This is very similar to what occurs in a fuel cell or a Clark electrode to measure oxygen concentration. The potential difference that is set up can be measured either directly or by measuring the current that is generated. The difference is that with a pH electrode, the potential difference is created by an imbalance of hydrogen ion concentration, either side of a semi-permeable barrier. So, let's start with the simpler of the two electrodes, the pH electrode, and see how it works. The pH electrode is also known as a SANS electrode, and actually consists of two electrodes, a measuring one and a reference one. It's used to measure hydrogen ion concentration in blood samples. The measuring electrode is either silver-silver chloride or mercury-mercury chloride in a buffer solution. This is separated from the blood sample by glass that is permeable only to hydrogen ions. Hydrogen ions pass freely over the glass and are instantly removed by the buffer solution. This buffering is the most important step in measurement, as it sets up a concentration difference between the blood sample and the electrode. As hydrogen ions are positively charged, this concentration difference sets up a difference in charge and therefore electrical potential. The reference electrode is also made out of silver-silver chloride or mercury-mercury chloride, but it's just surrounded by a solution of potassium chloride and therefore has no buffering properties. There's also a semi-permeable membrane separating this from the blood sample. Because the electrolyte solution does not buffer the hydrogen ions, the concentration in the electrode is the same as that in the blood, and there is no charge imbalance. So, what we've got is a measuring electrode with an electrical potential that is dependent on the hydrogen ion concentration and the temperature of the sample, and a reference electrode with no potential associated with it. Therefore, there is a potential difference, or voltage, that can be measured with either a voltmeter or by measuring the current passing between a wire between the two electrodes. From this, we can work out the hydrogen ion concentration, and therefore, the pH. The Severinghouse electrode is used to measure the partial pressure of carbon dioxide in a liquid sample. It's actually exactly the same as a pH electrode, but with a minor addition to it. Instead of having electrodes in direct contact with the blood, there is a dilute bicarbonate solution between the blood and the electrodes. So, carbon dioxide from the blood dissolves into the bicarbonate solution and reacts with the water to produce carbonic acid. This then dissociates to form bicarbonate ions and hydrogen ions. These hydrogen ions are sensed by the electrode in exactly the same way as for the pH electrode, producing a potential difference. From this, we can work out the partial pressure of carbon dioxide. As with the pH electrode, the readings are dependent on the temperature of the sample. The principle of using a reference electrode and a sensing electrode can also be used to measure other ions in solution. 
The reference electrodes in all of these are essentially the same as those in the pH and the Severinghouse electrodes. The measuring electrodes are just modified to be sensitive to the different ions. Common electrolytes measured in this way are sodium, potassium, and ionized calcium. Bicarbonate concentration is another value commonly found on blood gas results. But unlike the ions we've just discussed, it is not directly measured. Bicarbonate concentration is calculated from the partial pressures of carbon dioxide and pH using the Henderson-Hasselbalch equation. Bicarbonate values are quoted as either actual bicarbonate or standard bicarbonate concentrations. Standard bicarbonate is further corrected to a PCO2 of 5.3. Base excess is the amount of acid that needs to be added to a blood sample at 37 degrees and a PCO2 of 5.3 to return it to a normal pH of 7.4. It is a measure of the metabolic component of an acid-base disturbance. This can also be calculated from the measured values of pH and PCO2 by using a Sigurd-Anderson normogram. Well, that's it for this week. Today you've learned about some key components of blood gas measurements, namely the pH electrode and the Severinghouse CO2 electrode. You've seen how they use a buffer to create an imbalance of hydrogen ions across a semi-permeable membrane, and how this creates an electrical potential difference compared to a reference electrode. We've learned how this principle is also used in other electrodes for measuring other ions. Finally, we've learned how bicarbonate concentration and base excess are not directly measured, but are derived from the values of pH and PCO2. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked this episode, please feel free to subscribe through your podcast player of choice. You can also find all of these episodes online at planaprimary.co.uk. Remember, this entire series is going to be published absolutely free, so please share this with anyone who you think might find it useful. If you've got any questions, feedback, or just want to request a topic, feel free to email me at questions at planaprimary.co.uk, or you can leave a comment by this episode online.